<laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> well, good evening to you, Mr. Dennis, sir. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Eric. <laughs> Is it happy hour? Uh, I'm happy. Are you happy? I'm happy. I'm all good. I had me a fat tire, amber ale. Nice. So we can talk about termites. We can talk about the Blues Festival here in Kalamazoo. We can talk about uh, a rage I went in with the sales for the manager at Lowe's. That was a... We this, seems like, this seems like a common theme with you now, Dennis, where you're at a hardware store and people are disrespecting you and you have to yell at them. I don't know what you're talking about. You're well, making it up. I mean, with There's the beer... No record. The beer There's guy... No record. There's no record of anything. No, we're, we're not recording any of these as far as you know. So, well, all right. Uh, tell me about what, what happened at Lowe's, Dennis. What, what injustice well, was? So, so injustice done unto me. So, I don't. I'm waiting for my new doors. The doors were damaged. They're supposed to send me new cabinet doors for the kitchen. They're supposed to send me a new cabinet. And lo and behold, oh, I like it. Absolute unintended. Uh, I start to ask, where is the stuff, and look for a paper trail, and it's only on my screen. And I said, then print a picture of your screen. I need documentation. Come to find out, they never ordered the cabinet, which I've been waiting for for six weeks. And the doors came, and they were the wrong color. And I had to send them back. And so the corporate person in Indianapolis calls me, as she always does, and says, so... I just want you to know how incensed I am. The same woman always happened. calls you? Yes. She's like, hey, Dennis, it's me again. Yes, yes, fear again. So I, I said I don't want to talk to you anymore, but she called anyway, <laughs> and yet she persisted. And so I end up getting a call from the manager of Lowe's who identifies herself and says hello. And I said, oh, I've been wondering if I was going to hear from you because your corporate liaison said that several times that you were going to address a couple of issues I have. And she said, I never said that. Come to find out it's on a tape recording that the corporate person has, but I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> awesome. And she says, well, I've been meaning to call you. Um, so what, what, how, can, how, how can I help you? What, what is it that you've ordered that you don't have? And I said, are you telling me that you picked up the phone to call me and you don't have a file in front of you? You don't know anything? You're calling me to find out how you screwed up? I just... I don't want to start this off on the wrong foot, but that's what I want to know. I do technical assistance and training. I run a small business. I would never call a client unprepared. Is that what you've done? <laughs> I don't. I hope you don't expect me to tell you what you've done to me. I want you to tell me what you've done and what you're going to do to fix it. Right. Well, that's why I'm calling, you know, was to just find out, you know. And I said, then open up your computer program and pull, pull up my information and let's talk. But it was, it was like... Are you kidding me? Yeah. You're the 14th person I've talked to, and you're saying, so what What exactly is the problem here? Well, the problem <laughs> why are you Why are you angry, customer? Your, your store is the most fucked up enterprise in the world. Oh, my God. Nightmare. Wow. And still. So two more doors came, and they appear to be the right color. We'll see. Customer service has reached a new Lowe's. A new low. Hey, you know what? You're uh, you're 
you're very similar to Donald Trump in this, in that uh, some people came into his cabinet and they weren't the right color. So he had to fire them out of his oh. cabinet. Uh, well, all then. right. That's the sort of well. humor people tune in for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we just lost two of our four listeners. So I was in the Y today. I was in the Y today in, in the service center where I'm a member, and and their blaring for the hard of hearing was Fox News in all of its glory, and yapping and yapping and yapping, and the liberal media and, and the racist card and all blah blah blah. Because today was yeah racist tweets. Racist so, day. Yeah. So 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 somebody came in. And so there's a blind guy. So this blind guy comes in. We heard this uh, joke. And says, "Can I have a sandwich?" And the bartender says, "We don't serve food here." <laughs> so, I think I got that joke messed up. But anyway, this guy's a blind guy, he's the massage guy there, and he says, uh, "What channel is that?" And I said, "It's Trump News." And the guy who was watching it, who had turned it on, mm-hmm. who apparently was a little hard of hearing, who had a swept back gray, a Ronald Reagan esque. Uh, do right was about 72 i'd say and later i swear i saw him in prayer so i'm a little suspect of all of this going on but there he was and it was blaring and and the blind guy says oh i like fox news (laughs) I, i said well it's not really news I said it's 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 really a big infomercial for Donald Trump, mm-hmm. and he said, "Oh, oh, 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 You're one of I those. see." He says, "You you must you must watch CNN," <laughs> and I said, "Actually, no, I don't watch CNN. I don't like CNN. I watch PBS that tells that tells the news." Right. He said, "Oh, they're, oh, they're pretty good." And I said, "Yeah, well, they're no Fox News. <laughs> Their production value is no a little bit lower." Yeah. Yeah, to say the least. Oh my word. Yeah, when the few times I've been able to watch Fox News. I'm I'm very impressed with the just the 3D graphics and stuff that's always swooshing in, and uh, you know they've got some they've got some quality uh, graphics department. But that's about yeah. where the quality stops. They spend a lot of money. Today, my mother and two kids went and did a. Sort of like a, a ropes course slash uh, zip line thing. Yeah, up in the trees, yeah. uh, and it uh, it was it was pretty cool. Uh, it was my kids. My kids have done little zip lines where you're like five feet above the ground, uh, but here we were like forty or fifty feet above the ground, uh, which is considerably scarier. And it was uh, even for even for for me who has done it a couple times. That first that first time when you're when you're you gotta just let go and, and trust that the cables and everything are gonna hold you. Uh it takes a little takes a little effort. Uh but I was very proud my um my kids were both able to to build up the courage and uh and jump off and as I told them it would be, as soon as they got to the end of the first one, they were like, Yeah, that was awesome, let's do some more. Uh so Yeah. That yeah, was a yeah. That was a nice we're, we're near near Asheville? Uh no. Uh right close to, to where my folks live, so uh, it's a new place. It's been only open for about 10 years, I think. Oh, cool. Well, I fought termites today, so my day and your day are just so similar. Really? Yeah. You fought termites? termites. Did, with yeah. Your, with your yeah, bare hands? Yeah. 
Uh, my well, one finger. That's all it takes to squish me. Right. But uh, you ever seen him up close? I took a I've video. Not. Hey, let's post the video I took. Okay. Termites. They're little horned devils, little white horned devils. Okay. And um, I had three different uh, bug people come out and say, well, I don't see any evidence of active infestation. And, this, and then I saw in the basement some refuse, like powder, that let me know that some insects were at work. And I called another guy, and he treated it back there. So you should be fine. And then he left, and then they came back again. And I said, you know, I got ants in my wall. I've told you this already. And, 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 and uh, that's bad enough. But then when I go into breaking through the outside wall where I know there's water damage, I, I find both water damage and not only termite evidence, termite damage, mm-hmm. but active termites. Hmm. So I kept ripping and ripping. I'll send you the picture. Which, you know, yeah, it's, uh, that'll be in the show notes. It's now, it's now seven, seven foot above the ground, ripped out, in a space that's larger in square uh, value or square uh, linear foot mm-hmm. of eight by eight. So I'm rebuilding wow. it. But these, these little varmints, That's man, a big termite. They're bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If they were that big, I had dreams about them, these <laughs> little white devils scurrying around. And, you know, I showed them the light of day, and it killed them almost immediately. <laughs> like fucking little little vampires, little horn white devils. Uh, I sound like vampires. So I should, yeah, send, send me send me that, and I'll uh, I'll post it in the show notes at happyhour.fm slash zero one six. It's our sixteenth episode. Oh, can you believe it? Feels like yesterday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Feels like yesterday well, we were toiling away at this at this grandiose project. Yes. I uh, I recently on the nerves. I recently met up with uh, with a friend from high school that I had not seen in twenty years. I let it be known that known that I was in North Carolina, and he he said uh, that he was going to be on a business trip near near where I'm staying, and uh, so we met up. We played a couple holes of golf before the uh, the uh, big storm came and lightning and stuff. But I was talking to him, and he he's a he's a termite. Uh, well, he's a he's ah. in, he's in pest control, and he knows all about termites and ants and cockroaches and the chemicals and stuff that you need to to attack them with so i have a question for you a question yeah for you mm-hmm. about him yeah that he'll answer this question okay how many insects per person are there in the entire world in the entire world per person for every person who lives on the planet how many insects are there? i have a number and you can you can find out if this is true or not but i have a number well what's they- your the, the only fact I know about this is that uh, ants account for more biomass, more kilograms than humans. So, um, so the, uh, your your, mul- your multiplier is at least as many ants as you weigh. So uh, that's uh, quite. I, I'm going to say thirty, fifty thousand more. Well, that's just that's just ants. It's got to be. It's gotta be like a like half a million insects per every human. One billion per human on the planet. What? One billion. Is that a, that's a number that's in your mind, or you investigated this? Excuse me. <laughs> what do you think? This stuff just comes to me, like I'm daydreaming and think, "Well, oh, I know. 
Let me calculate Let's this. see. Million is not enough. Let's put a B on that. Well, as adroit as you are, you might put one plus one together and get something other than 14. I said I had termites. Thus, who do you think came by here today? Uh, a big anteater. <laughs> no, uh, we shipped him back. <laughs> All right, okay. Made, <laughs> made him comatose. <laughs> shipped him back. There's an inside joke for our for our uh, avid fans. Yeah, uh, I imagine your Terminator dude told you that. He did. And then what did if he, I told you when he left? Did he say I'll be back? What if I told you that the number he told me was twice what I told you? But I'm hedging my bets. So that would be two billion if my math is. Hold on, let me work out my math here. Wait. Wait yeah. a minute. Let me ch- let me check that. Uh, let's see. One, one times two is uh, plus. Well, yeah, that's what I get. Wow. So, what do you do with that? You know what he said? If we figured out how to eat them, no one in this planet would ever be hungry again. That is very true. The the there all the biologists and and nutritionists and stuff willingly admit that. Uh, if we could eat, if we could get past our disgust at eating insects, uh, we would have so much, so much protein and energy. But we don't like it. I, well, the only the only idea I, think, I have is to like grind them up into some sort of a paste and then like in, in, <laughs> in some sort of soylent thing. And uh, I don't know. Caviar. <laughs> Make Ground some up carpenter ants. That's caviar. Hey, that's what we could do. Put a little salt, a lot of salt on them. Parmesan cheese, make them crispy, uh, fry them in some really good virgin oil, and uh, cr- cr- crush them up yep. and put them on a spread and call it uh, aviar or antiar. 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 Instead of, instead of caviar. Get can you. The, the word. Can you shape, can, can you shape the, the paste into, uh, into little patties so we could have uh, ant burgers? Yeah. Maybe, you know what you'd call that? Ant patty. I had an Aunt Patty. I liked her a lot. <laughs> Aunt Patty. Uh, That's good. So, yeah. Grind them up. Sell them. You know. Yeah. That's that's good. We're, 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 we, we come up with a lot of ideas here, but here we are literally saving the world. Because uh, yeah. well, we're, we're going to be able to feed all the masses that are, that for some reason aren't listeners yet. Uh... <laughs> And so I think there's a lot of people who listen just long enough to know they would never listen again. Do you you record that information? They they listen and they say, God, this is ridiculous. They just they never come back. Yeah, there's a big fall off right when you start talking. Uh, (laughs) People, people, people lose interest. You know, when I say good evening, Dennis. You know, after that, it's just right. they, they just all like they, they hang up. Uh, I know podcasts aren't like that. A YouTube video, for example, YouTube and Facebook and other video sharing uh, places have those metrics where they can tell you, look, eighty uh, percent of people got to minute four of your video and then they and then they left. And adroit brands can go and look and see what happened at, at that at that time and say, all right, well maybe we shouldn't say anything bad about uh you know the spaniards or whatever because everyone right. everyone left and so 
but podcasts are not like that. The, one of the things I love about podcasting is the data is so coarse. It's so bad. There's not a lot of... Yeah. You, you can all all a podcaster can know is how many times their thing was downloaded. You don't know if it was played. Like I, I, I have some podcasts that I'm still subscribed to in my podcast player that I haven't listened to in a couple of years. But my my podcast player is still downloading them and and deleting from my phone an old one. And so I count as one of their listeners, even though I am not listening to it. Uh, so. Anyway, what, oh, I'm, what, I'm, what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm telling our listeners is get your friend's iPhone and subscribe to our podcast, even if they don't listen to podcasts, and then that'll count in, in our numbers, and then, uh, and then, I don't know, and then profit. Right, so you're advocating for the four listeners we have to steal telephones from their four friends? and To just borrow briefly, subscribe to our thing so their phone downloads it, and then voila, we've got 16 listeners, huh. and you know, hey, you know, if those people did the same thing to their four friends, yeah, there'd be there'd be twenty four. And if we could like share some of our revenue with the people that got in early on this scheme, then you know, I think uh, we might. Uh, I think we we could all be rich. All of the early adopters. All four of us. Well, there's only four listeners, including you. <laughs> okay. And your father, and I don't know, some other mad dog who inexplicably. Uh, it's it's, it's a glutton for punishment. It's the dude driving back and forth to Kansas City. What's his name? Steve? Yeah. Kent. Kent. No, Steve, no, Kent. So uh, I'm doing a, I'm doing a, it looks like a regular Monday night gig at a local pub. Cool. With a, with a, a wonderful piano player by the name of uh, Tom Dunleaf. You mentioned Dunfield. him. You mentioned him uh, last episode. Oh, yeah. yeah, you played. Well, I went back. You jammed with Tom. I went back and played again. Yeah, and uh, it's going to be fun. This time, more people were there, and there were tips. And tips. twenty dollars, twenty dollars for him, and ten for me. And I gave. I said, "Oh no, all tips go to Tom," because he is, after all, the piano player. Right. But we had fun. Again, so yeah, it looks I'm going to do it every Monday. So you earned at least for a little while. You earned ten dollars for two hours, huh? No, I gave it to Tom. I didn't earn anything. Oh, I mean, I didn't. Yeah, ten dollars for two hours. That that's way more than we're making on this thing. <laughs> Are we up to thirty-five cents a month yet? <laughs> uh, yes, we're getting close. I I have a I have a rant prepared. Speaking of speaking of forming. Uh, semi-edible stuff into patties. There has been uh, during my stay here, my uh, my father has been watching the Tour de France, uh, and every so often there's this there's this ad that comes on for McDonald's, and by no means, even though I'm going to link to this nonsense in the show notes, uh, I do not endorse this sort of behavior. McDonald's has this has this ad. Well, they're doing this thing. They're, they've chosen four different countries around the world. Uh, one of them is Canada, which is not all that exotic for Americans. But they they've they've um, they're saying that they've got uh, they're bringing to America the favorite burgers and things from other countries. So they've announced 
And what really struck me, obviously, is one of them, they, one of the countries they chose is Spain. Okay? So they've got this, I've, I've written down the name here. It's the Grand McExtreme Bacon Burger. Sure. Not grande, grand. And let me read you the description here. Uh, it's a mouth-watering McDonald's favorite from Spain. The Grand McExtreme Bacon Burger features thick-cut applewood smoked bacon, which is not a... We don't smoke bacon in Spain. Uh, topped with a quarter pound of 100% fresh beef that is cooked when you order. That's... I don't know about that. Uh, layered with smoky McBacon sauce, whatever that is. That's not a Spanish thing. Plus two slices of savory real Gouda cheese. And Gouda cheese is, I think, Dutch. I don't think that's Spanish. Uh, on a sesame seed bun. And the ad, the TV ad for this is so ridiculous. They've got this guy that w- where, you know, there's this, there's, this, uh, there's this young man that wants to get, that wants to have a taste of Spain. So they, they say, well, what you could do is you could uh, renew your passport. You could, t- you could go, you could take a taxi to the airport, sit in an uncomfortable middle seat in, the, in this airplane with, with a child kicking on your back, uh, kicking your seat. Then in Spain, you've got to get into this tiny little taxi, which I've never seen a car that small in Spain, and then say, llévame a el McDonald's más cercano, take me to the closest McDonald's, and, or, they said, or you could just walk into your local McDonald's and get this lovely thing that we've imported from, for you, especially from Spain. Import. Right. Uh, they, they don't use the word import, but they brought to you from Spain. I think it's implied that it's, that it's imported. Ah, Spain. Home of the Grand McExtreme Bacon Burger from McDonald's. Fresh beef, applewood smoked bacon, and Gouda cheese. But to get one, you'd have to get your passport, get to the airport, squeeze into the middle seat, go through customs, get into an itty-bitty taxi, say llévame al McDonald's Mastercano, and finally order one. Or get to your neighborhood McDonald's now, because for a limited time, worldwide favorites are here. Around the world is now around the corner. I watched the ad a couple times, and you know, getting redder and redder with rage. And uh, the there's this there's this clip where he gets into this little taxi, and it's in this little sort of square, uh, European-looking square. But something was wrong about it. I I felt that doesn't look like Spain to me. That just doesn't look like Spain. So, and this still blows my mind that this is even possible. I paused that that frame of the video, took a screenshot, uploaded that to Google Image Search. You can search Google Images with an image, which is pretty amazing, and it will bring it will tell you, uh, it will bring it will send you to other images that look like that image. And I was able to figure out that that particular square is in Slovenia. <laughs> so McDonald's, they wanted to. Let's get uh, whatever European country. What doesn't matter. Uh, so they went to Slovenia and they filmed. They got the license plate right. There's a little E for España on the license plate that they zoom in on on the little taxi, and it's just so ridiculous. But sure. hold on, to top all this off, I have even more. Uh, an hour ago, I went to McDonald's in America, and I had to order this stupid. Grand French, uh, Grand Day. Grand Grand McExtreme bacon burger, and what I got in the box was just the sorriest piece of shit. It looked terrible. I took I took pictures. I will put pictures in the show notes somehow. Ah. Uh, it was just uh, awful. It, yeah, and so first of all, it certainly ain't Spain, 
it's and it looks obvious. I mean, it, I'm not so naive as to as to be surprised that the burger doesn't look like the one that's on the menu. But this was even a disgrace to someone who is. Uh, doesn't that prove the point that it really was imported? Because that's why it looks so sorry because they did send it to right. the U.S. Postal Service. Yeah, those those damn foreigners made it. That's that's why it was sh- shoddy quality. No, the the cheese was cold. I mean, it had clearly been made in, and it took them thirty seconds to make. So anyway, yeah. uh, I having lived outside the U.S. for so long, I'm so uh, I'm so over this whole fast food thing. Uh, yeah, whenever, yeah. whenever, whenever, whenever my wife comes, she's like, "Hey, we got to try the McDonald's. That's like the most American thing." And I'm like, "Oh God, do we have to?" But anyway, we we did this just to take my kids there, and they they were unimpressed with the food as well. And uh, and their their little Happy Meal toy was uh, they were like, "Really, this is the toy?" So anyway, yeah, we'll, that's, we'll this is I'm gonna I'm gonna link I'm gonna link to McDonald's, but I just want to say officially, "Fuck you, McDonald's. This is stupid." Uh, the toy was a a little because McDonald's peddles whatever the big in, big corporation is uh, is paying to give them the toys. Uh, Disney has a new uh, Lion King movie out, and it was a little plastic piece of China crap that for uh, with a lion. I don't know. Anyway, unimpressed. Rant over. Fuck well, you, McDonald's. I think that McDonald's is where we should start to try to sell insects. Do you have to tell people? I don't think you do. I think that what you do is you make a burger out of the flesh of big, big bugs. I mean, some of the bugs are big. There are millipedes that are as long as your arm. Right. Well, so those are the ones that you get because you just send one of them in and you, you grind it up and you mix it in with, I don't know, breadcrumbs or whatever to turn it into like a burger and you just fry it up and serve it. And it ain't going to cost like what a cow costs. Cheaper than a cow. So it's so it's a uh, minimus bovinus, uh, maverick bovinus. Was that our? This would be an insectus. This would be insectus. Insectus burgerus. Maximus insectus maximus uh, oedipus. What? Because the insect the insect wants to marry my mother. It's uh, sorted. What insectus sorted. insectus oedipus? What? Insectus Maximus Oedipus. In talking about this uh, this insect burger, have you heard of the uh, the Impossible Burger? Uh, tell me about it. That may have. It's uh, there. It's apparently we've reached the point of technology where we're able to make a burger out of meat grown in the lab, which oh. is obviously the future. I think our. I think, yeah, Mike. My kids' grandkids are going to look back and be like, "Really, you guys slaughtered innocent animals to for sustenance?" Um, well, and, and they will they will understand the history of 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 our evolution and how we got here. But I think it's it would they would think that you know that's that's gross. Well, you know, much like, it, it's not sustainable. It's just not sustainable. They're 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 using up so much of the earth resources, all the grain to feed cattle, and it's just. No, I think in no. the. I mean, yes, that's what's going to push us there. But I think in the future, it's going to be on moral grounds. I think they're going to think uh, really? that was that was that was just wrong. In the same way that it's, huh. it's in the same way that it's you can't really 
try and convict, say, Thomas Jefferson on our current moral standards uh, with relation to uh, how, he, how he treated people and, you know, slavery and stuff. Because, yes, there were people that thought slavery was bad, but it wasn't so widely understood, I think, at that point, such that it is now. And I think there's going to be I, – I think it's a fun exercise to wonder what sort of uh, – what sort of things people 200 years from now are going to look back on our, on our culture and be like, wow, they were some immoral jerks. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. You know, well, like electing a knuckle fuck as the president. But. Yeah, well, I wonder how that's going for him. I mean, good Lord. All this re-election stuff, I'm yet to get the... I don't know. I don't know where to go. I like uh, Kamala Harris. I like uh, I like Bernie, of course. I just wonder who can who, who, who can do the best job of beating the son of a bitch. Well, I think it's Harris. I think I think it's who brings out the um, the uh, female person of color uh, population. Yeah. Well, if... black black women will win this election for the next president and who who best to inspire them other than in my view hmm. Kamala Harris she yeah I I agree but with Elizabeth Warren as your vice president that would be pretty awesome to my in charge of uh, she uh, Elizabeth Warren would actually run the cabinet or another choice for a Warren uh, in the Harris administration would be chief of staff. She strikes me as someone that will get shit done. Some follow-up just occurred to me about my McDonald's experience. I, I went up to the counter to order, and the guy behind the counter was maybe 15, 16, uh, and, and I pointed to the, to the display on the wall where they had the four san- sandwiches uh, burger things uh, with each country and I said I'd like the Spain burger and he looked at me like which one is that uh, I mean they've got flags and stuff on there and I think they probably even have the, the word Spain up there but it, he had he, I, it, it was I really in retrospect I would love to have, have given him a little test of if he can name what these fucking flags are uh, but I, that would have been mean uh, but he and and so I had to read it. I had to be like the Grand Mick Extreme. Oh, the Mick Extreme. Okay, yeah. So anyway, that was that so, was an aftertaste, so, like like from the Mick Extreme so, Burger. So you're not going to go back there after hours, or you're not thinking of any damage. You mean you seem a good story. Oh, I'm going to burn the place down. Yeah. <laughs> or you. You really, you really should say that. You, you really should say that. There's going to be a knock on your door, and, and there will be someone asking. Here's your char- you in, know, in Burger King, they charbroil everything. Has here? Do you have Do you have any matches on you? I do not. So I dropped a ten foot treated. One by six on my shoulder today. Dropped it. Had it over my head and dropped it and it hit my shoulder. Let me repeat the statistics. They treated. Uh, it was untreated. Six, 
10 foot. You know what treated means, how heavy it is? No, I don't. It's soaked in, in chemicals to ah. keep it from deteriorating under weather. Okay, okay. And it's, it's called treated or green, mm-hmm. also called. It weighs a ton. It weighs a ton. I'm surprised I didn't break my collarbone. And you had it on your head. I'm surprised. <laughs> I dropped that on my shoulder, split in half, spun around. One of the long pieces spiraled up in the air after a crack. And, um, Wait, your shoulder and, broke the piece of wood? Yeah, it, it splintered, and the guy next to me was killed. Wow. Well, well, please send my love to his family. He worked at Lowe's. Oh, well, never mind. I take it back then. I'm wreaking my revenge one splinter death at a time. Death by a thousand splinters. Hmm. Hey, hey. Hey. We could build that into a real story. Okay. Let's workshop right? this. So, an aggrieved Lowe's customer goes in and is trying to figure out how best to really mass murder uh, Lowe's employees. <laughs> oh, don't say that either. Don't. Sure. We've talked about this before. Your violent tendencies if, are getting so much worse. You're gonna if a Lowe's burns down in your town and a McDonald's burns down in my town, then we can continue to do this uh, from prison. This podcast. I don't think they would allow it. No. No. Mm. Oh well. Of course, who knows what the prisons are like in Spain? What are they like? I haven't been yet. But you will. <laughs> I'm looking, you will. I'm looking for a way to get in. Oh, you will. Maybe carrying a big log on my head. <laughs> that might be... Yep. Well, <laughs> with a Lowe's employee attached to the end of it. Yes. Oh, I don't know how he got there. I wonder I wonder how he got impaled there. Huh. Maybe he flew over to have a uh, McExtreme bacon uh, burger and uh, and got in a freak accident. <laughs> I, I do think it would qualify as a freak accident. I agree but. completely. So, hey. Hey. Here's the thing that I saw today. How many scary movies, horror movies, murder movies, whatever, or any movies have you seen where there is a scene of someone on their hands and knees cleaning up blood? Huh. That's a common. Uh, my, 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 yeah, my, my sense is that's a fairly common thing. Uh, often it's a, rather than horror, it's more of a thriller. Like, uh, you know, we need to, we need to, we didn't kill the person, but we need to clean this up and get out of here before, you know, the cops arrive or whatever. That sort of scenario. So, so let's whittle Not, it down. Okay. Let's whittle, let's whittle it down. No pun intended. Cleaning oh. up blood on a wooden floor. Oh, we can call the we can call the movie treated because we've we've soaked the wood. <laughs> we know the wood, uh, the wood is so know, dense. The termites the with termites. with the blood of the termites. The termites. <laughs> They're from New Jersey now. They're termites. The little horny devils. Which I want people to see these videos enough to fucking creep you out. Little insects crawling around. So here's a fun fact. Every... Two billion. Every... 
I'm sorry. Jump the gun. Okay. Don't jump the gun. Every termite that's in infecting in your wood, right? Yep. Returns from that position in the wood, eating the wood, to the colony mm-hmm. every 24 to 48 hours. Is that round trip? But, well, I'm not talking about how long it takes them to get there. That's all distance and how fast the little varmints can scurry. Right. But yeah. there's a constant line from the colony out in your yard uh-huh. to the house, and then there's a constant line of them leaving, and that's the parade of termites from New Jersey. So, I mean, what? 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 They're, they're crawling out of a two-by-four. Wait, so they down. don't... Hold on. I, I was always told... I guess my knowledge of termites comes from uh, Terminix ads on TV. Uh, I thought the termites were eating the wood, uh, but are they? they are. Uh, do they take it back to the colony to like vomit well, up for their take, for their they family? Take, they, yeah, they take something back to the colony. That's for sure. I wouldn't be surprised, but like imagine we, that this this little tiny insect that's six feet up your wall in the middle of a two by four is going to leave there after just getting there for a day right. and parading back down the two by four, down the foundation of your house, into the earth beneath your house, in a tunnel to their colony. These are some busy motherfuckers. I mean, long commutes are a bitch. Oh. <laughs> you, but you gotta go back to your family every night, right? So Well yeah. Well maybe. And if you can if you got if you got some wood to vomit up under the dinner table then, you know I'll all the best for your family, you know? Reminds me of Jeff Goldblum and the fly vomiting up his uh, his mucusy. That's got to be the most grotesque movie ever. The original fly was creepy. Jeff Goldblum's fly was so hideous that I've, I've, ne- I've never been the same since watching it. You've seen it, of course. I, I have not, but you did mention it on a previous episode, and so I so I googled I googled for images of Jeff Goldblum and Fly, and they were pretty goddamn horrific. So you gotta you gotta do the video when he's talking to his girlfriend, and I'm sure that because it's Jeff Goldblum, he had libs all the time in every, sure. every movie he's in, and so he's talking to his girlfriend, and he regurgitates up this mucusy stuff that this vomitus right. of, of what he's digesting. I mean and he and he says something to her like they're out having tea. Mm-hmm. I mean we, we we've all had that awkward moment. You're there with a girl oh, well, and out comes I, the mucus. <laughs> you know? And either either she appreciates you, it. You you, you you belch a few times and you hoo-ah, hoo-ah. Right. And then it bursts forth, but, you know, a green, slimy. Hey, I got an image for you. Back, uh, I don't know, 40 years ago, I'm going out down in Florida, going out to eat, meeting my uh, wife. I think she was my wife at the time. It was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And this guy who apparently had left somewhere where he had been drinking, probably Mad Dog. Mm-hmm. And he was in a mall 
with the stores on the outside, you know, and a little awning. And every 12 feet, there's a pole holding up the awning. Right. And then in the shade of the awning is the storefront. He would stop at every pole and projectile vomit, cherry red vomitus, and he would project it three feet. Wow. And he would go, then he would stop it, go to the next pole, what? Stop it. What is up? Go to the next pole. What? Oh my God. That's a talent. This. Uh, <laughs> it's like a piss dispenser. I'm, 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 I'm grossed out. The termites are in my head now. This image is coming to me, and you think it's cool. You are. I don't think it's cool. You know, I, you know, no, you said. What did you say? It's a talent. You said. I, I, well, yeah. I, 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 for one, don't have the ability to uh, stop that particular activity and then move 40 feet and then do it again. It, right, when when I start, ever, it's coming It's coming out. Did you ever drink a quart of Mad Dog in 15 minutes? Not if yet. You haven't. But maybe, well, for next, maybe for next week. All right. Well, let's film it. Let's film you beginning the drinking, ending the drinking, and then film it at a local mall like I described. Yeah. And then we'll wait and see what happens. All right. Well, this is a podcast, so maybe we can just mic it. Oh, that's right. That, and you know and 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 the the uh, the listeners who are not viewers can uh, can just it's like well, well, it's like reading a book you got to uh, you got to use your own mind to come up with the imagery which I think we're painting a pretty uh, vivid vi- vivid yes. Oh, vivid well, picture. Speaking of vivid images, and you need to put this in your in, in your notes, and it'd be nice if you could do it right now for us, but. Uh, I want a picture of uh, uh, Mrs. Trump and the the, uh, the the carved statue that they dedicated to her in Slovenia, because it is that that's a good opening. And, all right, we, all right, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Google that right now. So uh, how's was, the podcast? Don't don't say anything funny or interesting. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Ivanka. No. Well, Ivanka is. Not the first lady, but uh, it's not Ivanka. It's um, God damn it! Oh, Ivanka's daughter, Melania. Melania, yeah, Melania Trump, Slovenia statue. Yeah. All right, hold on, pulling it up. Oh Jesus! Oh my God! It's like what the like fuck that. is this? It's, it's what? Like that. It's carved. It's, like it's carved out of a single tree. <laughs> Holy shit! And look at the wardrobe. It's, it's perfect. I mean, it, it is. There, there can. It's the it's only her, and can be only her. Oh my God! It's, she it's needs to. A, she needs to be treated. Quite the trivia. Holy shit! Okay, so. Hey everyone! Hey everyone! Listen to this. If you're listening on a podcast player that will do chapters, like the the Apple Podcast Player or Overcast or something, something that will show chapters, look at your. Stop what you're doing. Look at your phone right now, and this image will be in the will be the chapter for this particular timestamp. Oh my God! And it'll be on the show notes at uh, happyhour.fm/slash zero one six, because oh my God, you have to see this. The face, Jesus! What, what did they do to the face? It, you know what the face looks like? 
you know what the face looks like? The face looks like go back to episode fucking yeah. one of this of this yeah. of this podcast. Yeah. That is yeah. the face. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, that's why. That is so that's good. Why, that's why. <laughs> and it's it's real life. It's it, it, it happened only weeks ago. It's oh, a recent, my God. It's a recent dedication. So the other, that goes alongside the, That's uh, the best blow thing up I've balloon, ever seen. The blow-up balloon of Trump as a baby. Yeah. Which, it, which is, is being bandied about and rented for all these events. It's, uh, it, it's probably... That's the idea out. we should have come up with. We were talking about inflatable insects before, but inflatable baby Trump, that's the real winner. Well, we could, hey... How about oh a body costume that you inflate? So you get in the costume, and then you hook up a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there are there are those of uh, uh, there there are like Halloween fat costumes, so to speak, where you're Somebody's all sort of inflated. Done this? Well, it had, but not with, not necessarily with Trump. Is uh-huh. the I, I, which is I think where you're going with this, uh, because there there are there are big sort of. Uh, fat costumes that are inflated there's like a a little battery operated fan that's blowing out constantly to keep it uh like a to keep sumo it going. wrestler right exactly i I'm, i guarantee you there are sumo wrestler uh hey, costumes how about this how about this yes an inflatable donald trump costume real life proportions him completely nude his huge fat ass his big bilbus belly yeah. And his little tiny mushroom dick. Well, you have seen they, they did. Uh, there was a protest that was a uh, a naked Trump statue. Did you did, really? you, did you see that? Oh, uh, naked Trump statue. Statute. Oh Jesus. Oh yeah. Oh God. Yeah. It's all coming back to me now. Uh, yeah. This was this was a long time ago. This was back in the olden days. Of 2016, before the election. Oh, yeah, really? here, hold on. I'm going to send you an image of this. We're going to uh, edit this time out. Chat. And I think I haven't seen any published images that include the actual uh, nether regions because it was all reported on. Oh. This was we still elected him after this. Oh. After this was taken. Oh God, help us! <laughs> yeah, San Francisco. That's where this oh. was. Oh. Yeah. So exactly. And, no. And uh, on the other hand, how horrified would us liberals be if a if Kamala Harris was the nominee and someone made a naked statue of her to put somewhere, that would be considered pretty doggone offensive. Uh, but there is a double standard. I was talking with someone today about how it about how it's it's really okay for female comedians to make fun of men in general because in our society you're still punching up. It's punching down that makes you that makes you an asshole. Uh, well, Trump, uh, on the other hand, Trump deserves whatever parody we have. Kamala Harris doesn't. In our minds, sure, but in someone else's, they might uh, disagree. And it, it, we need to draw a line somewhere of when can you make naked statues of of politicians? Anytime. Anytime? 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm it's good with first, that then. It's your First Amendment, right? That's true. I'm sure. I'm sure several of our fans right now are carving naked statues of us. So. Well, I, I highly doubt. Especially I since they don't know what we look that. like, but. <laughs> but please let that never happen. Oh please. Oh, please. <laughs> oh, now we're not so First Amendment, are we? <laughs> well, well, yeah. I, Again, it's, it's about pushing up. Are, either one of us are public figures, so... That's true. Yeah, Although we're, pu- we're, we're publishing this. So, well, that doesn't yeah, make us public figures. Not, That's no, true. No. Any Joe Schmo can... No, being lying in, lying in a bed and making a podcast, you know? Lying in bed? You know. That's what you are? I'm... I'm half naked you can't see the rest of me but uh here you go again violence and sexual innuendo i'm I'm surprised that this podcast is even leaking yeah well we do on on the on the itunes it's marked as explicit because we say we we say naughty words hey thanks for the pictures of the fish you caught yeah, your kids caught. Oh my God, they were monsters. They they were, they were half as big as the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh, wow. For your first, I mean, I don't think they can do a better. I don't think they're ever going to no. have a better fishing experience because they're you're never going to catch life. you're never going to catch a fish that's like half your height. They're ruined for life now. Yeah. Oh well. What's my job as a parent? That's your job, and you take it seriously. Yes. Well, how can I ruin my kids today? That's what I. Yeah, it's what every parent goes through every morning. Right. You know, and they and if they have a good relationship with their wife, they'll talk to each other about that over coffee. Well, what will you do today to to ruin our children? Ruin, ruin, right. ruin the children. And you can compare notes. And, I mean, know. today I took my kids up into the trees and you know thrust them off a platform. So. And then you took them. To McDonald's and made him eat a greasy Spanish oh, burger. Oh Christ! Yeah, wow. I'm, I'm winning today. So, so you ruined them twice. Wow. Well, Wait. hold on. I've I've got another story, and be thinking of a story that's happier than this to end on. This morning, my my parents' cat, who has been, I think this is the third time he's made an appearance on this on this show. Today he brought in. Okay, let me let me rewind the the clock. Previously on this story, uh, they my when my wife was was here, she she noticed that underneath the little bird box, she saw some little baby bluebirds that had fallen out of the box somehow, and so uh, we we she and my mother. Uh, rescued them, lightly picked them up. Apparently it's more or less a myth, the whole idea that if you touch a baby bird, then the mother will no longer care for it. Um, she, they picked them up and put them back in the nest and put it, put it back in the, in the bluebird box. And we watched over these weeks that we've been here them slowly go from being just little fuzzballs to having feathers and then having, uh, and then having color to their feathers and then s- slowly but surely getting bigger. And then one day they were gone, they had left the nest. And Aww. yeah, very beautiful. And uh, but this morning, uh, right after my mother, uh, as we say in the South, bless her heart, uh, she had she had noticed that the birds had been gone for a couple of days and had emptied out their nest from the from the from the from the box, 
And today, their their cat went and uh, brought one of the bluebirds into our house. It was the oh. it was the male bluebird. We know that because it was just gorgeous, gorgeous blue colors. Uh, you know, in in birds, the, uh, the the males are the more colorful, and it was sort of flapping around like. The cat must have brought it in through the the dog slash cat door, oh and into the God. house, and it was sort of flapping around. And my mother was like, "Ah, there's a there's a bird in the house." And uh, so it started. We got the cat to let it go, and the bird started crawling under a door from a hardwood floor to a room that's carpeted, and it got sort of halfway through the door and it got stuck uh, oh. underneath the door. So I went around to the other side of the door that was. Uh, because it's a room that has two doors, and I was able to get in uh, without opening the door. And uh, and I saw the little bird there with its little head sticking through there, sort of stuck. And I said, I told my mother to you know push it all the way through uh, underneath. And I had a, a little laundry basket ready to like put down on top of it in case it wanted to fly away or something. And we did that, but then it it sort of it was just sort of scared under under the laundry basket. We didn't have a way to take it outside. And so I lifted up the laundry basket, and it and it darted into a little a, a little corner where it was really hard to get at, uh, behind a little vase and things. And oh, no. and so uh, my mother was able to sort of pick it up and get it out of there. And we put it into this butterfly net that my parents had bought for the kids a couple years ago to go out and catch fireflies or butterflies or something. Anyway, we got in the, in the net, and of course the cat was there watching the whole time. Like, uh, so when is it my turn? Uh, and well, we we said go away, cat. So we we took it we took it back out to near where the bluebird box was, and we and, and we let it go, and it sort of hobbled away. It looked clearly injured, and uh, and was sort of what we determined uh, as sort of whimpering, like a like a hurt creature. And but it but it went away so quickly that we couldn't we. If we even if we had wanted to go catch it and nurse it back to health, health or something, we couldn't have. So I imagine this uh, month-old, beautiful, beautiful male bluebird has been all day, sort of slowly dying in the forest. Oh well, and I, I don't know why you zippity doo da zippity a. My oh my, what a wonderful day! Plenty of sunshine in my way. Mr. Bluebird's on my shoulder. It's the truth. It's actual. Everything is satisfactory. I don't know why you wouldn't want to end a podcast on the the, the the exact image of a whimpering bluebird spending a eight hour day in hell. Yes. Slowly but surely dying from wounds. Given your cat. Hey man, it's nature. Uh, hey, that reminds me. I I heard I don't remember where an uh, argument. The the internet and life in general is full of people that that identify as dog people or cat people, right? And uh, I heard an argument that if you have a cat and it's you let it outdoors as an outdoor cat, like my parents have, that it's the if you're if you're if your moral goal in the world is to minimize suffering of of creatures, that owning a cat that goes out and hunts every night and possibly plays with its food because it's already satiated by your cat chow is really kind of a morally bankrupt position to hold because shit like this happens, right? Where it, it just brought it in to play with it. 
but but cats are cats are cats are assholes and torture and they torture their prey exactly so the 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 idea was that uh if you're going to have a a, like once upon a time cats served a purpose of keeping the killing the mice that were eating our grain that we were uh you know on, on the farm uh but now they just sort of serve to like terrorize the neighborhood. They're they're, they're terrorists, cats. They are. Uh. <laughs> they are. Well, I uh, I'm so impressed with your many varied stories of of, of violence and um, horror. <laughs> I but we didn't have to. Is... We didn't have to clean up any blood off the floor, like you alluded oh, to before. Well, 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 it's true. Well, no blood from the bird. Not that we noticed, nor nor any other excretion. Given its terror, one would imagine it could uh, no. excrete. Right. But it would have shit its feathers. Probably did that out in the yard when the cat was toying uh, with him. Right, letting it get almost out of reach, and then and then back again, snag snagging it with yes. its claws and biting at the back of its neck, just enough to hear a crunch, and the bird's like. What the fuck is that? What did you do? You like bit me in the back of the neck. Ow! Yeah. Let me go. Don't let me go. Let me go. Don't let me go. Oh my god. Oh my god. Right. Well, we're gonna hear it from cat lovers all over the world. I um, am a dog person. Oh man. Way to take a position. It made it well. Heartfelt. Yeah. Heartfelt. It's you. You can't. Uh, it's, it's like your. It's, it's like politics. We like to think that we're that we're totally of free will in choosing our politics, but I don't know that we are. If you've enjoyed what you just heard, you can support us by telling a friend or sharing us on social media. Monthly donations to help us pay for hosting and editing can be provided at patreon.com slash happy hour. That's all one word, happy hour. All our episodes, including show notes for each episode, are available on our website, happyhour.fm. You can tweet at us at happyhour.fm, that's with a dot spelled out, happyhour.dotfm, or we can receive email at the same name, happyhour.dotfm at gmail.com. It would also be great if you could give us a positive rating on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. That really helps other people find us. See you next week.